All right, we are here uh, <laughs> reacting to the first round, a wild first round around the NFL uh, with the arguably the most shocking news of the day was not the A.J. Brown trade, but the Patriots drafting of Cole Strange at pick number 29. Keegan, you and I talked about it uh, live on air uh, at the time. We were a little shocked, but this is the first time we're going to hear from Spags about it. Spags, uh, you weren't pleased. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't pleased. I, yeah, it was, um, you know me, I try to stay as pos- positive as possible. Um, obviously, those guys know way more than me. Uh, but at the same time, uh, with the with the players available there and their needs, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, especially when you just saw the AFC continue to load yeah. up with talent. Um, I, I think it's a huge gamble considering, you know, I, everything you read about the kid, right? I don't want to be too negative, right? Everything you read about the kid is great, right? Like 28 on the, you know, that t- the testing metric that they just, you know, captain, super smart. Like he's been labeled as a Patriot, but I just, I, at 29, man, I don't see the, Especially we've talked about all draft process about their hit rate on these late round interior offensive linemen, right? It goes back on Wenu, Karras, Tooney, even I mean he was a third round pick. Like you took Strange at 54. You know, I'm I'm not I, I said today to my buddies and they were, you know, trashing on me about like me kind of being so iffy on the pick. They're all trust and bill guys. They're like, you said today you'd never be mad if if you know you invest in the trenches in a first round pick. You know, I, I mean, if it was Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green, like it makes more sense, right? But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of rambling right now. I'm kind of shocked. I couldn't believe it. I don't know. I haven't seen your guys' reactions from, uh, from the live stream. I was kind of saving that for when I'm kind of in some downtime before I go to bed. I, I want to get a quick little laugh in. But I will say this, and we just talked about it before. He's going to be a legitimate stud. Yeah. Um, the problem is he's up with that fifth-year option. He's 30 years old. Um at the end of his rookie contract, just to let you know. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. And you just traded yeah, Shaq I mean, Mason, who's 29, right? Yeah. We talked about it. Like, the, the perfect thing to sum it up is good player, bad pick. You did not maximize the value uh, of the 29th overall pick in the draft. You drafted a guy who me and Spags had rated as a fourth rounder. Um, on our big board, probably more realistically, he was going to go in the second or third round. Whatever you have somebody rated as, they're going to go a little bit earlier. Right. They drafted him 29th. Um, like Spec said, he's going to be a good player. Uh, I really liked him. When when we do our draft stuff, I do a lot more of the offensive line. Spags does like the receivers and corners. Um, so I watched a lot of him uh, pretty early on in the draft process, right after the Senior Bowl, because that was like his week where he kind of broke out a little bit. He's a really good player. He's going to slide in. They're probably going to put him at left guard. He's more athletic. That's kind of where you want that guy. Uh, Michael and Winnie on the right side. Their offensive line is going to be set. There's so many needs on the defense. They're Nicobe Dean available. They passed on him. Uh, and even with their first pick, Kyer Elam available. Andrew Booth available. So a lot of guys, a lot of really good players. I was going to say, too, like I, I really liked the trade. I thought they got a haul, right? Like Yeah. You got you move back seven chart, spots. Yeah, you you move back what or eight spots. You pick up another third and another fourth, and you have six picks inside the top one thirty in a very, I guess, day two kind of oriented uh, draft. 
Yeah. However, like I said, the the thing that stings too is that Trent McDuffie went twenty one, who I thought was surefire top twelve pick. Uh, Quay Walker goes right after him. Kair Elam, who would be labeled as kind of that Patriots guy, even though maybe they're kind of zo- getting away from zone uh, more man. Um, and then Daxton Hill, who I, I texted you guys, I think forty times. Yeah, Dax, Dax, Dax. He got a he got a solo Daxton Hill chant going in the chat, dude. That was my guy. I mean, I've been pumping his tires for what month and a half, two months now. He goes two picks after twenty nine. That was really the, the 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 what really hurt. But I do think that the good thing is kind of going forward, um, not to you know harp so much on this pick, right? Because I think. Patriots type player certainly fits a need going to be, a, I think going to be a stud. I trust they hit on the offensive line, I think. And, and, you know, I could be babbling here, but I, they hit on the offensive line, particularly in the interior more than any other position on their team. Just the looking system, at the right? pass drafts, they, right. they, they nail that position. So you have to have the trust that that's going to be a very good player for you for a very long time. You can argue the value, whatever we could do that for hours. I don't think that's, that's really necessary at this rate. Um, the good thing is looking forward, they got three picks tomorrow. They have uh, 121 and 127. So they have the ammo to move up tomorrow for, for like, you know, a similar trade that we saw with Barmore last year. Um, if N'Kobe Dean continues to slide, I, Christian Harris, I really love out of Alabama. That's certainly an option at 54. Yep. Um, John Mechie certainly could be an option at 54, right? They, they have some leeway tomorrow where they can sort of uh, kind of control that the, the day. Day two is kind of their day where they make a lot of their moves, right? You saw it last year with Barmore, the year before, kind of moving up all over the place for for Uche, and then the two tight ends, right? They 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 love days uh, day two with those rounds two and three picks. They have a ton of them. They have a ton of capital to be able to move up, and they have five more picks left uh, out of the next one hundred. So, um, I thought a trade back made a lot of sense for them, considering the depth and and the the need on both sides of the ball. And having a lot of picks inside that top 130. Um, but with this pick at the gamble that kind of comes with it, I think it puts a lot of emphasis and a lot of pressure on tomorrow, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, with the, sorry to cut you off, Pat, but with the guys that are still available, you know, I mentioned Dean, Booth, a couple other guys who are maybe fringe first round picks, but Kyler Gordon, guys like that, they've got the ammo to move up and grab one if they want one. Um, whether they're going to do that or not, like who knows? They did it with Barmore last year, which if you're trying to hold out hope on, on getting a stud defensive player, that's your hope right there is that they, they package two of those top 100 picks to go get one. So here's the deal for me, okay? The Patriots don't, and we talked about this on, on the live stream, the Patriots don't care about positional value. They've made that clear. They don't care about it. They looked at Cole Strange and said, we like this guy as a guard. We think he can be a starting guard for us. You know, and, and so we're going to take him. And maybe he'll be a stud. And Spags, you, you know, you said it. Like, I have all the confidence in the world he's going to be a stud. But the problem is that you just traded one of the best guards in the league and got back, and got back pick 170. So, like, guards aren't worth the positional value that you could at 29 if you drafted – George Pickens, or if you drafted Andrew Booth Jr., or if you drafted George Karloftis, or, you know, whoever it might be that you drafted in that spot, I I just feel like the position of value is so much higher on all those other players. But Patriots don't care about that. They don't care. 
right? They they want the guys. And and here's what I'll say, right? I, I just was kind of going through because I was curious about Strange and, and on the PFF draft board. Not that PFF is, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, <clears throat> Renner was talking about him in, in the snap, but he, they go through and they and they rank the positional traits. He was saying feet and balance, 6 out of 10. Strength, 7 out of 10. Frame, 4 out of 10. Flexibility, 7 out of 10. Explosiveness, 10 out of 10. And so, you know, that's one high-end athlete right there. Basically what he says, that's one high-end athlete right there. Explosion, speed, and change of direction ability. Strange the total package athletically. So if you believe the athleticism, it's all there athletically. He played at a small school, so you have, you have to assume that some of those things are going to improve even in New England. And so, you know, you look at this guy and say, we feel like he could be, you know, a, a really good, you know, bordering on Pro Bowl guard in the next few years, which is fine. But it's a guard, right? And, and I think that that's what people are pissed about. And somebody said it on Twitter, but it's like so true. If he had been picked four four picks later, nobody would care. Nobody would care if he was picked 34th because it's the second round. But in the first round, you have this thing where it's like, we have to get this crazy talented guy because it's the first round. And the Patriots look at it and say, no, this is the guy we want. Screw the positional value. We need a guard. We like this guy at guard. The league's high on him, higher than, you know, all of these quote unquote experts are doing their mock drafts. We're taking him at 29. And so, you know, do I love it? No. But like I, I think I just think Keegan puts it the best when he says that he's a good player, but you know, a, a bad pick at 29. And and I think that that kind of sums up the best that, that you can possibly sum it up. Yeah, I mean I think we've hit all all accounts on Cole Strange and, and there's so much more we're gonna talk about in terms of yeah. not not just him, but the, the Patriots draft. We've got stuff coming. Every pick we're gonna have stuff coming out. I do if I could play host for a second, I do want to get your thoughts on some other teams' picks because I feel like the Jets. Oh, whatever you feel. Out of the park, man. Yeah, so I, I agree, Spags, and we were on the the live show, the live stream, and uh, Spags didn't like their dra- or not Spags. Ryan Kieran didn't like their drafts because he didn't like the players they picked. But I thought offensive, or I thought uh, cornerback, edge, and then what was it, tackle that they picked? Wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Wide receiver, there. Yeah, uh, Garrett Wilson. So. Three premium positions, all that you really want that fifth-year option for. I thought they knocked it out of the park. The New York Giants, to get those two guys, Kayvon Thibodeau and um, Evan Neal. Buddy out of Alabama, thank you. I, it's been a long night. <laughs> Phenomenal job. Yeah. Seattle I thought the, picked ra- the, the Ravens. I love the Ravens draft with Kyle yeah. Hamilton and uh, Tyler Lindenbaum. Um, just two like Ravens type of players. Obviously, Lamar kind of sounded off on Twitter about the yeah. Hollywood trade. Um, I, I thought they got a pretty decent return for, for a former first round pick. Great return. Yeah. Um, that they certainly weren't going to pay. And I, I don't believe they picked up the fifth year option on. I think it's a good situation for Marquise to go back and play with Kyler, kind of fill in that Christian Kirk role that they're going to miss with him going to Jacksonville. Um, I really liked the Ravens. I thought the Ravens and Jets um, completely knocked it out of the park. And you talk about the positional value and the Patriots needing a guard. The AFC East has that completely loaded up um, yep. over this offseason, right? You had the Bills now with, uh, you know, Stephon Diggs locked up for the first year of the future. Tyreek Hill joining. Jalen Waddle entering his second year. Um, now you have the Jets with 
hey, we got a lockdown outside corner that gave up 13 yards in coverage or something crazy, gave up like, you know, didn't allow a touchdown in his collegiate career. They turn around, they get arguably the top wide receiver, somebody that I think can really help Zach Wilson, um, who I think is is deemed to have a much better – he was a really good uh, quarterback the second half of the year, I think the highest-graded rookie quarterback from Week 10 on. And then they get a stud, somebody that fell. I thought Jermaine Johnson, they said, would have made sense for them at four. Um, yeah. They had a really good draft. The AFC's got a lot better tonight, um, and the Patriots kind of do Patriots things with the, with the strange pick. Um, so, yeah, and then, like I said, the Ravens loading up. Kyle Hamilton at 14. I think people read a little bit too much into that, into that 40 time and maybe his his kind of light frame, but I loved the player. That, that was a top-five talent for a long time. Uh, and then you get a guy, an Iowa Midwestern guy in oh, the yeah. trenches. Um, that, that, that was a great pick for them, too, so – AFC, AFC East all got better tonight. Um, and the Patriots do Patriots things, right? So um, that's kind of my thoughts on, on overall. Um, and I, I thought the, thoughts, the, the Vikings got a good value for that, for that 12th pick. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. did. I'm happy JMO went to the Lions and not the Jets so I can reform. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I feel with Olave with New Orleans. I'm like, oh, he's going to look great in, the, in that uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I also think too. Like another team that I thought did well was the Chargers. I thought the Chargers, like they, you know, you have to keep building on offense, and so obviously, you know, you think skill position players, but you just locked up Mike Williams. You have Keenan Allen still. You have players. You drafted Josh um, Palmer last year. Who you know, who knows? But to get Zion Johnson at at seventeen, I thought was a great trade, a great pick for them. Um, you know, I was higher on him than Kenyon Green. I think that there's a possibility if you want Zion Johnson to play tackle that he could do it. I don't know if they're going to want him to do it, but I think they could do it. I just think that that was that was a great trade by them. Kansas City, uh, you know, I thought had a pretty good had a pretty good draft trading up for McDuffie and drafting Karloftis as well. So, you know, it, it just like those are the things for me. I, I think the biggest loser of the night, obviously, you say the Patriots, but um. Yeah, I think, you know, Tennessee, when you look at Tennessee, like traded, you know, you, you trade AJ Brown and then you draft Traylon Burks to replace him. And I just, yeah, I don't see it. I just, I don't see it with Traylon Burks. I just don't see it. So like, that's one of those things for me that I'm kind of like, Ooh, that yikes, you know? So, um, and you give up AJ Brown in the process. So like, I, I know you kind of reset it, but it's like, man, I, I just pay AJ Brown. Like, it's not like he asked for that much money yet. And maybe there was stuff going on, but you know, behind the scenes and stuff. But yeah, apparently he tweeted out like, "I love Tennessee, but it wasn't my fault." So some bad blood there between the, right. the franchise and the player. Yeah. So ultimately, we'll see. And and there's lots of questions as to what the Patriots are going to do. But again, like, I just think I do think getting the extra value was good. This is a deep draft. It's a it's an opportunity for the Patriots to kind of cash in in a few different positions. Obviously, yeah. they get their guard here, so you're like, all right, well, now you're probably not going to take an offensive lineman, but there are still a ton of linebackers that are still available that that all fit for the Patriots. There are still a ton of good wide receivers out there that all fit for the Patriots. There are still some good defensive backs that still fit for the Patriots. So there are things that are still available for them. It's not ideal. Right. It's not it's not it's not the position we want to be in. Right. We're not sitting here Thursday saying, hey, it was a big win. We're last year. We're like, hey, Mac Jones, a 15 fell into your lap. Amazing. Like we're that's not how we feel. Right. And, and even if Cole Strange turns out to be a top five guard in the NFL, we're never going to feel that way 
because he got drafted 29th overall. And, and you know, it just, it, it's, that's not what we want. But if he turns out to be a good player, and and I think, Spags, you said it earlier, and I think you're totally right. It puts a little bit more pressure on them now the rest of the draft. You have to now hit on a few other guys because, yes, you got a guard. He'll start right away for you most likely unless he's absolutely terrible. He's going to start for you most likely at left guard on day one, which is great. And if he's a good player, that's even better. But you have to now f- go out and find some skill position players, some high-value positions, uh, you know, some high-value positional players that are going to come out and play for you early on. And that's got to happen in the second or third round probably because that fourth, fifth round, you know, probably not going to happen. It's a little too late for those picks. So uh, I think their Friday night just became a lot more uh, a lot more important. And, again, they did pick up another yeah. Friday night pick. So. Kyler Gordon. Get me Kyler Gordon. Get me a cornerback. Some, yep. Someone I can enjoy watching highlights of. Um, and let's get out of here because I'm tired. Yep, let's do it. So, listen, we'll be back. Uh, I know we did the the full live uh, mock, the full live draft on day one. Day two, we will not be doing that, but we will have an instant reaction on YouTube as well as on the podcast feed for every single pick the Patriots make all weekend long. Okay, so please make sure you're tuning in. Uh, subscribe to the show. We appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, and we'll talk to you a whole bunch this weekend, it seems like.